Welcome to the Asking Us SEO show episode number 23 and today I'm going to be talking about what to do with your old blog content. Boom! joining me for episode number 23 today I'm going to be speaking um, reasonable detail about what to do with your old content now this isn't overly complicated this isn't something that is obviously entirely new uh, entirely a new concept but updating your old content should first and foremost be what makes sense for your business I just had a client that we are sort of uh, uh, working on this sort of strategy and that they were overlooking some of their old content and going, you know what, this information doesn't even apply to us anymore because this article was written in 2011, seven years later, it just, it doesn't even sort of make sense to, to how we operate and conduct ourselves as a business. So essentially, um, that's actually a great reason to update the content, not even just for the SEO and the UX benefits, but obviously make sure you've got the most up-to-date content that matches your, your business model, matches the way you do things, and, and so forth. So first of all, pick one of your older, older articles as far as back as you can go. Some people like to check Google Analytics, the landing pages, and find out and work out um, you know, popular pages and start with them. I, if you're doing this for the first time, that's actually not a bad idea, sometimes I do that myself. If you're doing this, like attempting to do this for the first time, probably start with an article, an old, the oldest article you have um, that doesn't have as much traffic to it anymore, if, if any at all, and start with that and, and just get familiar with the process and then feel free to, to target your more um, popular pages. Now, what would you deem as, as, as an old page? I would say generally anything more than two to three years old. Um, seven is archaic, right? So anything older than two or three years probably was where I would be focusing. But, but like I said, if you're doing this for the first time, try to, focus, try to uh, focus on an article that doesn't have as much attention to it. So open up the article. And what you really want to do, right, is assuming that you will make these changes, Update the date to the date of when you make made the change. So it was originally posted August 7th, 2011, and now it's posted October 27, uh, 2018. Changing the date in, in general, and, and most of my audience will, will be coming from a WordPress background or they have sites that are on WordPress and this is very easy to do. Um, and generally when Google actually indexes the page, it looks at the date as well. And sometimes you may even see the date in the actual SERPs. Um, and you can actually add a lot of data. Um, this is going a little bit off topic. Uh, you can add more schema-based data that actually adds the date officially um, in a way that Google will render it and Bing will render it. Search engines generally will understand exactly what how old it is, even if it's not mentioned on a page. But generally, most articles in WordPress have the date. And I think it's good practice. I think it's just good for UX. It's good for user experience. It's go, oh, wow, this article's from 2011. Like, like you know, and, and so that should force you to want to change your old content. Update the date, update your author first, right? Assuming you're going to add content, right? 
when you add new content, try to add new content that actually applies for the time. Have read, you know, read over your content. Perhaps you might even want to leave three or four paragraphs or whatever, and then add another five or six onto it. Maybe you, you would like to add like another H2 heading, like a subheading, and add more content underneath. Um, try to aim to, to extend the content so it's more long form written content, right? Um, if it's only like 500 words, try to go to 750. If it's 700 words, try to go to 900 or 1,000. Try to extend the article so it's longer. I think what we found, um, articles where we've added more text content usually performed better than ones that we didn't. Perhaps you've got old dates, um, and, and uh, sorry, old dates and facts surrounding a particular topic. So if you've got, you know, facts from or stats from yesteryear, right? You may want to update it with new facts. Um, one of the articles we put up recently, we talked about by, uh, you want to maybe add dates for the future. Like, for example, we put up by 2021, 80, according to a, a study performed by Cisco, by 2021, 80% of all web traffic consumed on the internet will be video. And that's just a, a really cool fact. Um, and so posting facts in block quotes is a, is a really good way to, to, to add more quality content and get some extra ticks on, on positive ranking signals. So if you've got old facts or old stats, update them with new, either remove them, add some more, whatever makes sense to your article. Here's a real clincher. What I found that generally was performing better was when we added images and even a video. So we opened up a, basically a, an article that was written, it only had like 300 words. We updated the date, we added more relevant content, even, even updated some of the existing content. We added more facts, we added images and a video. And that, that generally shot up. And as, and as I've basically in the past have, have spoken about um, the importance of mixing text with a video on your blog and what benefits that actually has. So if you want to go back and watch our previous episodes, I discussed that. So once you add all these um, new changes to, to all articles, make sure you update the date and, and, and the author. Then what you might want to do is run some Facebook or Instagram ads around the new article, right? So, you, so Google's all about someone, so people are going to like click to the article again and Google's actually, if you've got analytics installed, it's actually going to see, oh wow, you, you are um, uh, sending more traffic or traffic coming back to the article. That's actually a good sign. You also might be um, an article that, that, that um, you know, people are going to share it on, on Twitter, share it on Facebook. Um, run ads so to get people engaged, talking about it, sharing it. So there's what they call social uh, social signals. So you've updated all the content, now you're running some ads, right? And now your people are landing on it, they're linking to it, they're sharing it, and so Google goes, "Wow!" So that article generally will be bumped up in the search engine rankings. Then, as a last resort, and this is not. I'm not wanting to go on at length about this because it's just, it's, it's not a whole um, big big concept to understand or I have to go into detail. Once you've done all this, and there could be other things you can do, like think about uh, linking to it from uh, another related website that you may own or, or, or 
email, um, let's say you let's say you, you find articles about, let's say your article now is top 10, uh, f- uh, top eight, top 10 ways to clean a granite bench top in 2018, right? Like this is the chemicals to use, or this is the process to now use. You know, this is the green friendly um, uh, chemicals to use, right? And so you can then go and email people and say, look, I've updated this, I've, I've updated this article now, um, would you mind linking to it? So you can even try to boost them with, with, with the traditional link signals and link building and, 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 and people obviously linking to it again. And Google will find these, these new links and that will give it even a greater significant boost. Then once you sort of do that, and you can really go into to, to, to incredible detail, I just want people to start thinking, oh wow, better go back and update our content. Fetch is Googlebot, so if you don't know how to do this, there's, there's a lot of videos on, online how to do it. Uh, create a, an account with Google um, uh, Search Console, and then research Fetch's Googlebot. Make sure you've, you've significant, and I wouldn't overuse Fetch's Googlebot, maybe once, twice, three times a month on, if, if you're doing this process. Make sure you significantly make, it, make the article different, like, like add more content, add more facts, add more images, add more videos, and then submit it to get re-indexed. And that will obviously speed up the process to get it found, as well as running some articles as well, as some ads as well. And then what, what, what we used to do back in the day, we used to actually um, update the change frequency in the XML sitemap, and the XML sitemaps were just like these little blueprint files that would tell Google where all our web pages are located so they will find them and crawl them faster. Not necessarily index, but they'll find them and they'll crawl them. And so uh, I used to basically even update the change frequency, which pretty much no one does anymore. And later on, I just even just axed it and just removed that tag because what was happening, people were saying that articles were getting changed daily and Google was obviously taking that with a grain of salt, knowing that, hang on, how are you changing this article, or this, this, this page daily or weekly when it's looked the same for the last six months? So it, Google's obviously has to take it with a grain of salt. That's what we used to do. I think Fetch's Googlebot is better. So this is a quite easy process to do with WordPress, but if you've got any questions or, or, or any ideas on how you, on how you may want to update older articles or content that I haven't mentioned, please leave a comment below and I'll see you in the next video.